Welcome to Midnight Conversations. My name is Stephen Banos. And I'm Anna Dynamikaraja. Yes, you are. Uh, yes, I am. How are you going, Steve? <laughs> uh, yeah, good. I've, um, I've changed uh, locations. I noticed. Since last I noticed. week's podcast. Yeah, yeah. I am uh, now in the, in the study of, uh, of my fiancé's household. And can and I ask, is, have, you, yeah. have you also dressed up? I mean, you're, not to say that you don't usually look nice, but you, mm-hmm. you're looking nicer, I guess is a nice way of saying it than usual. I mean, you've got a nice shirt on. Is that, is that uh, it's a it's a It's or? a flannel. It's a flannel shirt. Yeah, well, it was yeah. it was I, it was for temperature reasons. What the? I didn't the dress previous... up for the podcast. Don't, don't <laughs> okay. fight yourself. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, I I walked <laughs> into the room, I assessed the climate, and I thought the final <laughs> shirt is the one. No, it looks good. Looks. I, good. I, I also just want to look good. To, uh, <laughs> Thank you. You 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 look equally as uh, dashing. That feels like a forced compliment. You know, when you say something <laughs> nice to someone and then they return a fake compliment. That's exactly what that sounds like. And um, what were you going to say before that? Sorry. I was going to say, um, if if any of our video footage comes out of here, there's a bookshelf behind me that's um got all these books about like vampire romance and stuff, and I just wanted to make it clear that, that those were not my uh, those were not my books. They're uh, required sure. by a teenage version of my fiance. Yeah, but despite yes. who owns them, I'm sure you've read them. So regardless, <laughs> oh, of regardless, yeah, of no, but, you know, each to their own. I, th- I think you know, reading is a good activity, regardless. So if it's vampires that get attractive. you going, and um, yeah, no, do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I mean, the interesting thing about vampires is they appear to get all of their nutrition from blood. Mm. And, and not that's got to raise some question marks. Yeah, but uh, not only do they get it from blood, they don't mm. get it from the Mediterranean diet. Mm. Oh. Wow. It's like I'm a pro. It's like I've done this for like 22 wow. episodes. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're still at, at the rate where I think you're like 10 episodes into the podcast. Oh, I built up that. that <laughs> <laughs> Every time we segue, we talk for five minutes about yeah, how we segued. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think because we're still at the point where we're so impressed. Like, oh my God, what a segue. <laughs> One day I'm sure it'll be much smoother. But uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> listeners, I hope if you haven't read the title of today's uh, episode it is something to do with mediterranean diets um the paper that we're looking at today is accruing evidence on benefits of adherence to the mediterranean diet on health an updated systematic review and meta-analysis now steven mm. before today i'm interested yeah. to know did you know what a mediterranean diet was have you heard of it before i sure have yeah okay so what, what's your understanding of it what do you know about it um Look, my, most of my knowledge from the Medi- of the Mediterranean diet comes from my my parents, mm. who, being Greek, uh, are always telling me to to you know con- consume the Mediterranean diet. That's that's the best diet you can have. Greeks are very proud people. It's, uh... it's not very uh, not very specific. Like, do they just say, do they give you examples of what food items consist of this diet? O- it honestly, like... it's uh, my, my. I just thought it was like a lot of olive oil, a bit of fish, yep. um, legumes. Uh, yeah essentially you're ticking all the boxes so um, i've just looked up for like proper definition here Uh, Mm and the main components of the mediterranean diet includes daily consumption of vegetables fruits whole grains and healthy fats weekly intake of fish poultry beans and eggs moderate portions of dairy products that's generally limited uh, and limited intake of red meat and also a contentious issue is i think red wine consumption is part of the Mm. mediterranean diet but essentially it's like Lots of fruit and veg, limited amounts of dairy and sweets. That's that's generally takeaway yep. there. Um, 
So, I mean, what would you say your adherence to the Mediterranean diet is? Do you feel like hmm. you listen to your parents? Are you eating Mediterranean diet style foods? Um, I'm going to say at about 40% adherence for myself. 40%. So that's what, uh, for uh, 40% is three out of the seven days, you reckon you're, you're, you're solid? No, I'd say I eat about 40% of the foods on the list, uh, <laughs> 40% of the week. I don't know. No, I, I don't think I adhere to it, to it very well. Okay. I eat a lot of other foods that are not on that diet uh, throughout the day. That's true. That's You're, true. You, would, you would adhere to this well, yeah, more fairly so well. Now, yeah. Given that, you know, I, I started at the start of this year doing like plant-based type food uh, mm. diet style. So that's been going well for me. So that is sort of more aligned to Mediterranean diet. Uh, I guess mm. no real fish consumption um, and uh, no real red wine consumption. But mm. uh, yeah, apart from that, everything else like vegetables is my main source of yeah yeah intake so so definitely adhere to it um and you know there's there's good reason to but we'll talk about that a lot in detail after let's just give a bit of a recap of these results so this is just a review uh, where they looked at all the studies that looked at the adherence to the Mediterranean diet, so the uh, people who were sticking to it, and that relationship with things like mortality, so the chance of death, cardiovascular incidence, um, or death due to cardiovascular disease, uh, and cancer incidence as well, and also Alzheimer's disease. And um, what they found overall was that uh, they those who adhered to the Mediterranean diet, it, w- it was sort of they measured it in terms of adherence, but so the Mediterranean diet is rated on a point scale. So Stephen, if you, I was sort of sort of trying to assess your adherence to the Mediterranean diet, I'd ask you this questionnaire, which said, you know, how many times do you eat legumes a week? How many times do you have uh, vegetables? And how many times do you drink wine? All these sort of things. And then you're given points on this system. The, I think the higher the points you get, the more your adherence is to the diet. And so what this study found was that a two-point increase in adherence to the Mediterranean diet was associated with significant reduction in death, so chance of dying, um, cardiovascular uh, incidence, so the chance of developing cardiovascular disease or dying from cardiovascular-related uh, causes. So that was around about 10% less chance. Um, cancer, it was 6% less chance of developing cancer and uh, 13% chance, approximately, of uh, less chance of developing neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's disease. So it seems like a lot of positive things. What are your What are your takeaways from that, Stephen? Do you think, is that what you expected with this diet? Do you think that were you expecting anything different? Have you heard different things? Mm. I mean, I, I've been told so many times that the Mediterranean diet is is the best. Um, mm. I always thought that that was just kind of hubris coming from a, a, a deep-seated sense of nationalism. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, I understand like a balanced diet is, is generally what we should be striving for. Fruit and vegetables, things that we find naturally in our environment are generally better for us than kind of processed foods. Balanced um, and varied, I'd add. I reckon, I reckon variety, mm. uh, based off of no evidence except self self report. I reckon <laughs> yeah. variety is probably key to some extent. Um, but yeah, go on. Mm. Sorry. Um, yeah, so I, I guess I did assume that that the Mediterranean diet would uh, be beneficial to health. Uh, mm. The extent to which I uh, thought it could be beneficial uh, was far surpassed by this paper than than my expectations or what, yeah. what I thought. 
Yeah. Um, it would no, be. I, I agree with you. I think mm. what, what's interesting about when people look at the Mediterranean diet, which is why I'm still sort of a skeptic of it, is it makes it seem like it's some magical thing, right? Yeah. Like the Mediterranean diet. But when you break it down, there are certain elements to it, right? Increase your veg, uh, you're decreasing the amounts of sweets you're eating. But what I'm interested to know is, is it certain things within that diet that matter more than others? Is it the fact that mm. you're eating legumes that's important when people didn't previously? Is it uh, the fact that maybe red wine has some effects on the body? Like, I, I think it's so muddled. Um, there's no no one really trying to answer the question, especially within this paper, of why is it that the Mediterranean diet shows all these positive things? I think that's a really mm. interesting question because maybe you could like leverage the diet in such a way that if it is legumes that provide most of the beneficial um, effects, you capitalize on that and double down on having people just eat legumes. But broadly speaking, I don't know, is it some magical thing about the entire diet in itself? I'm not sure. But um, it's definitely big within mm. the Alzheimer's disease space. I think uh, it's shown some promise within preventing the development of uh, Alzheimer's disease or delaying it. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, uh, I, I was I was pinning my hopes on it being the wine that was making this diet <laughs> beneficial. Do you, have, do you have a glass of wine tonight? How, what's, what's your beverage of choice tonight? Uh, it's actually a, a whey-based protein shake tonight is is oh, the beverage okay. of choice with some really? uh, caffeine, just a little it? bit of coffee through it. Hey. Oh, okay. You're drinking a protein shake while doing the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was hungry, but didn't want to have a, a full meal. I feel like so. something's going on. There's something that you're not telling me today. You, you, got a, you got a nice shirt going. You're drinking protein shakes. Like mm. we've done this podcast for what? A little over a year now, I'd say. And you've never drunk a protein shake. As you've done it. So something is happening. I don't Do you know feel what like it is. You're watching me grow as a person, like develop emotionally and physically. Is well, it? to some extent. Yeah. But I mean, it's, whether I'm proud of this person you're becoming is, is another question, right? <laughs> no, no, it's, if you want to drink protein, you, you do you. Do you but yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, protein well, shakes, unfortunately, are not part of the Mediterranean diet. Um, yeah. But protein sources, I guess, are, mm -hmm. like, right, from fish and stuff. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. Really I interesting mean, paper. I mean, you are very conscious of what you eat, Hannah, didn't Having looked at this paper now, are you uh, in any way tempted or inclined to adjust your diet more towards this? Not really. Generally, mm. uh, I think, I mean, I, I know the benefits of, you know, eating vegetables, as everyone does, I think. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I definitely try and tailor my diet more towards that. But everything else, I think, is secondary. I think my personal belief with diet is, you know, moderation and variety, as I said earlier. But mm. in, in terms of the research when it comes to diet, it's really, really hard because um, assessing people, like another question here uh, is, did people who adhered to the diet uh, and had better outcomes, is that because they adhered to the diet? Is it the fact that those people who are more likely to stick to a diet for a long period of time experience better health outcomes? Because it shows some sort of, you know, bias in the people who are there. So if you're more likely to stick to a diet, maybe that says something about you, which would, you know, make you less likely to develop Alzheimer's disease or die. So I, I don't know. There's a, There's a lot of questions when it comes to studies relating to diet i think the old adage of like there's, there's certain things that we know are good and we know aren't good right highly processed foods i think i am a personal believer that there's no miracle cure like there's there's no turmeric isn't going to save you right like i mm. i don't think none i haven't seen convincing evidence enough but, um but it's not i don't think it's just one thing i think it's 
everything. But what are your thoughts? What, do, you, do you have magical foods you try to consume? You got the protein shake down. I, do, I mean, that just sounded like a really bleak outlook from you, Anadin. It was just like, oh, we're really? going to die. Doesn't matter what you eat. That was, no, was that the right takeaway from what no, you were saying? No, not at all. Not at all. That is completely opposite of what I was saying. <laughs> it does matter what you eat. I just think that uh, there's more research needed before I, I strongly change my... Uh, views more so than what i have now but uh yeah i don't know what do you think yeah i mean yeah balanced and and varied as as you said just seems mm-hmm. to be the the uh, like ongoing result of of every kind of paper so or, why or, not to get so. too hung up on this but why yeah. are you drinking a protein shake right now because i mean yeah, uh, one okay. thing one one thing <laughs> steve was like yeah okay <laughs> let's go. discuss this all right bring it in so uh, one thing i don't understand with protein shakes right is mm-hmm. that a, I would imagine you get enough protein with the rest of the food you eat, unless you have some protein deficiency. Steve, put your shirt back on. <laughs> I was uh, and, demonstrating a point. Yeah, I, well, the point was not received, so I'd, I'd rather you put that shirt back on. And the second second point is, uh, I I don't understand why people drink calories. Like, I don't think a protein shake is overly enjoyable unless you're drinking one you really enjoy, I guess, mm. uh, and you have some inherent desire to but if you're drinking it for health reasons why not consume your food instead of drink your calories i don't know what do you think um when i select food from the kitchen Mm. um my decision making is like do i do i like the the taste of what i'm about to select right is it good for me and how convenient is it to acquire those are the three things that i'm looking at yeah yeah like that's fair yeah um and then there's probably some other things like, what am I going to eat later on? What did I just eat previously? And those will influence it. Mm. And so today when I went into the kitchen, it was like, I've got a little bit of time. I need something that's going to fill up my stomach. I've got to pick something that I'm sort of going to enjoy. I would like a little bit of caffeine. Yeah. Um, I could put that in a protein shake. I could put a little bit of sugar or something just to increase, you know, my blood sugar. Um, be a little bit more sprightly for the podcast. <laughs> and so, I mean, is that are those adequate... Um, you know, no, I mean, I, they're all interesting questions that you raise. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting about your thought process when it goes to the food that you eat. Um, mm. But yeah, interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I've got, I got no further comments to add. <laughs> I, I think I let, let the listeners be the judge of the rest of what you say. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, back, back to the Mediterranean diet. Uh, I think there it's an interesting thing because there are some positive effects that are being seen from it. So it'll just be interesting to see where the research goes with it. Um, in terms of improving it. I think one thing with when it comes to this st- sort of stuff with the Mediterranean diet, it's also looking at the cultures, right? Um, mm. A big thing in, is, you know, are the cultures more sociable or less sociable, right? Are they more likely to have grandparents live with them or not live with them? And, and these are factors which we know um, have some degree of influence on development of Alzheimer's disease. So yeah, there's, there's I just, I, I think I, the main takeaway I want people to have from this podcast is like, you should always be skeptical, which is from every podcast. You'd hope we'd, we'd have that message, but also um, thinking of just, there are always other reasons for it, right? So there's there's mm. always other points of view. So hopefully, yeah. that, hopefully what, that What's interesting is I I um I googled the Mediterranean diet before we started this podcast, and mm-hmm. there's uh there's such thing as a, the Mediterranean podcast pyramid. Have you seen this? No, no, no. Walk me through. Yeah, it. Okay. it. I mean, it's a there's a really nice um you know depiction of it. Uh, I encourage you to Google it. Um, but the so the bottom of the pyramid, so being like the most important thing according to this pyramid, is be physically active, enjoy meals with others. And there's some nice right. little pictures of some uh, 
racially diverse families enjoy oh, com- yeah. each other's oh, company. I see it now. Yeah, yeah. I've got the same yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then above that is kind of like fruits and vegetables, grains, and then then the fish and seafood, then poultry, and then then meats and sweets. So, mm. um, but yeah, that just that that bottom one there shows you that there is kind of a little bit more potentially mm. to the Mediterranean diet that isn't included in just just what you're consuming there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. So your Agreed. your diet is more than just your food. It's it's the uh, you know the things that the, your interactions. Your your interaction. Like. Yeah, true. It, 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 definitely. I mean, they, they I was uh, reading this interesting book about uh, why why do people. Uh, the whole book wasn't about this point, by the way. It was just a point within a book, which was why do people talk when they're having a meal, which is something oh, yeah. that I, I find interesting because the idea is when you're having a meal, why not enjoy the food that you're eating instead of talking. And I think one reason that people talk is because a meal is part of an experience and part of that experience is speaking with others and engaging in conversation. So, I, you know, definitely the social aspect is important, but it, on, on a more <laughs> philosophical level, I think if you're, you know, when you, you go into a concert, yeah. you don't talk through a concert, you listen to the music and you let it move you. I don't know. Food, I, I like food. So uh, <laughs> maybe. Look, I, I, ask, I ask myself that every yeah. day. Oh, Every yeah. time I'm eating a meal with family, I'm like, why are we all talking right now? Why is it so uncomfortable when there's mm. silence now? We're all just chewing. Why That's can't it. we just ch- chew in silence? Well, maybe it's because you take it off your shirt uh, on a occasion. <laughs> <laughs> which, which so keep my clothes do. on. Yeah, so keep, keep your clothes on, and then I think the silence will become more bearable, <laughs> but uh, less awkward, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good, say that, Stephen, um, mm. what are your takeaways from today's paper? Yeah. Um mainly from our discussion yeah. um yeah balance and and variety Boom. i love that Hannadin. that's it that's it maybe we should just you know do a podcast in two words just here's the paper balance of variety do Thanks, you, we could do that that's it i reckon we could yeah we'll <laughs> get away with it it'll be easy work for one week <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool cool um yeah i mean did you did you kind of take anything groundbreaking away from this or i think did, i think i think what i took away from it was was to always be I found it interesting, and there's definitely some, you know, benefit to the Mediterranean diet that's being seen here, regardless mm. of whether it is the social aspect or whether it is the legumes or the vegetables or the wine or whatever. It the diet as a whole is showing some beneficial effects in certain areas of health, whether it be development of cancer or cardiovascular disease. So th- there seems to be some benefits. I think my big question, mm. that my takeaway is why does it work? I think that's the main thing. And I, this paper didn't really answer it for me, but, you know, maybe in future readings that we do, if we do something similar in future, we could, yeah. we could find that answer because it would be, I, I think, really cool to see like, why is it that people live better lives if they have a Mediterranean diet? Mm. Important you've, um, you've, you've looked at a lot of studies around neurodegenerative diseases. Yeah. Um, have any of those been about diet and its impact as well? Oh, yeah, heaps. Yeah. I mean, loads of people look so, at diet. I mean, uh, the different, you know, compounds within foods or or diets as a whole and and i guess that's where some of these ideas that i'm you know proposing come from from these other studies that have looked at these things and the Mm. limitations that they've had with their research that i guess wasn't really raised here so yeah there's there's loads of different aspects when it comes to diet Um, Mm. and so what what you're seeing with this paper here is that fairly consistent with what you've seen in the past yeah i mean mediterranean diet largely has shown positive results so yeah definitely and Mm. this paper is a systematic review so it's an aggregation of other papers to to some extent so uh, it sort of clicks that evidence yeah yeah well there Mm. you go this is uh, another thing to fuel the the greek pride 
I mean, it also, I guess, Italy and there are other countries There's in the Mediterranean. But, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> but no, any, any, any excuse to be, feel proud is, is, oh, is my, a good thing. My dad's so going to be smiling so much yeah. listening to this. <laughs> I told you, now, son. I told you. <laughs> yeah, nothing like that. And, uh, <laughs> Stephen, now the last two weeks, I think yeah. at the end of the podcast, I've asked you to take us out with something, right? Now, before oh, we started no. this podcast, I saw that you, you had a guitar. Um, and I, I wasn't sure <laughs> if you wanted to... Uh, play us out a little oh, tune geez. we could we could fade out if, if, if that's okay I don't the know. worst thing about me reaching for my guitar right now is that yeah. I know by doing this you're going to ask for the same thing next week <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit out of tune yeah I think it's it's not about the guitar it's about how you play it Goodbye, everyone. It's been right. a pleasure. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, nice. I dig it. Well done. I think what I've noticed is a steady improvement in your signing off. You know, you, you started, mm. I think, one week with a rap, and now you're ending with, with some guitar. I mean, it's out of tune. Yeah. Maybe next week we get an in-tune guitar. An Who in-tune knows? In-tune guitar. <laughs> that could be the next step. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Take care, guys. We'll see you next week. See ya.